0: What's up, everyone? This is Bob's Three Toed Warriors from Studio 1329 with The Word on the Street, Season 1, Episode 15, titled Hammer Time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I thought I had it paused at Hammer
1: Time, and uh, I did not. (laughs) That's okay, man. We got it. I was actually starting to do a little, uh, little Hammer action right there. There we
0: go. There we go. We lost him on the stage, but hey, he was there. So today I have David with me on the show, also known as Hammerjacks One. If you're out there
1: on the Twitters, Uh, David, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on, Bob. I'm really looking forward to this. Happy Father's Day. Happy. So here's the funny part,
0: people listening. We are telling each other Happy Father's Day because that is a factual statement for the real place and time we are. But because of this neat time (laughs) time continuum of uh, of recording and playing later, this show is uh, is actually the uh, Thursday before Fourth of July show because I've got a couple logged up and and ready to go because I'm going to be out of town next week and doing stuff. So, uh, so we get to celebrate two holidays at once here. Happy Father's Day. Happy 4th of July, man. You going to see it. some fireworks tonight?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right after this show.
0: <laughs> there we go. There I we apologize go.
1: for that. I'm a rookie, man.
0: <laughs> no, that was perfect. I was going to mention it anyway. So, uh, not a rookie at all. So, you can catch uh, my podcast on Apple Tunes, Spotify, just about everywhere else. There's, I think, 11 different spots. You can also catch it on YouTube if you like to see the video and our faces when we do crazy things i don't know so don't forget to subscribe rate review tell a friend it helps out more than you guys know we really appreciate it uh david let the listeners know where you get you can be found because i think there's a couple different spots
1: yeah we're uh, obviously we're on uh itunes the uh, the apple podcast we're on spotify we're on google play we're on um, a Podbean. Uh, I guess that's what it's called. Yeah, pod bean. Bean. I always yeah. want to
0: say bean with an M. And it's, yeah, you
1: know, it's like, bean. Yeah. That's it me. Up. And so, but th- that's 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 the, all the traditional haunts. We also have a, a YouTube channel, uh, Hammercast Network, oh. and of course the show is Hammercast. Yes. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, to, uh, first time I looked it, for
0: it. Out. First time I looked for it, I looked uh, for um, not. Uh, I look for a hammer jack. Hammer jacks. Yeah. And I was like, that's not him.
1: <laughs> no, no. I, was there one?
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah. yeah it wasn't you. <laughs> okay. Now you've got me curious. Oh, yeah, go for it. Um. So, uh, happened to also notice on the Twitter handle, a little SFBX action going on on the, uh, oh, on the yeah. little, little screen there. Very, What's up with that? That's awesome. Congratulations.
1: Thank you very much. Very excited about that. Looking forward to, uh, to mixing it up with, uh, with some guys. And, and, uh, yeah, I got the invite a few weeks ago, well, a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it seems like the, uh, the invitations have been going out, you know, yeah, slowly. They're
0: down to the last, but, uh, uh, three, like four, four five percent. percent. Yeah, yeah. My, my, uh, my box is still empty, but, uh,
1: <laughs> Oh, I thought you, I thought you had one in already. No,
0: no, 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 but that's okay.
1: Now. Were you okay. in it last year? No,
0: no. So okay. I just, I just started my, my pod and stuff this year. So,
1: well, we gotta maybe uh, we gotta get you in there, uh, do some do some politicking.
0: There we go.
1: It's hard though. I mean, when, I I just when, when when they talk about how many people are applying, it's just like yeah, you got know, a one in ten chance. I mean, it's yeah. it's really what it comes down to when you think about all the people that have applied. So I so I look at myself as being very very fortunate. So yeah. very lucky.
0: Yeah, done any uh, any mocking for it yet or anything yet?
1: You know, I haven't. Um, I, I'm in a group, uh, a pick six group. Because uh, I chose the sixth pick in my division, which is the cardboard box division, because that about suits me just right. Uh, you know, obviously the theme is toys, and one of the one of the one of the toys was the cardboard box, and so uh, I remember, uh, you know, just about every Christmas morning with my kids, you know, they open up the presents and they end up playing with the boxes, and so uh, I thought it was fitting. But uh, but I actually got to pick my draft slot, which is six. Okay uh and and i chose that one well a couple of the ones i really wanted were gone sure but uh but no it's uh uh, no mocking i just finally got the real scoring system down some people were saying there's there's no ppr but there's half point ppr and uh in half point and also half point first downs but it's tight end premium the tight end gets the extra half point in both first downs and ppr that's so a lot of strategy there
0: (laughs) yep Absolutely. Well, I'll do a little, little little cheers to that. I'll use my unofficial sponsor as a little crown (laughs) vanilla here. Cheers. And uh, I think you've got a very interesting mixture in your hand. What was that, sir?
1: This is actually a uh, cold brew Jägermeister coffee. And it's, uh, it's just, it's just coffee. You can sip on icy cold uh, with Jägermeister in it. It's actually, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a new branded product. That's awesome. So, Cool, very cool. And uh, it's actually kind of nice. It's just something that you can sip on and and just kind of relax with. And so, normally we're doing bourbon. It's been a long weekend. Sunday night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I get that one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I know on on a, on a show you you said you were drinking something. It was two star. I'm a I'm a very simple whiskey man. Where does a crown vanilla fall into the star? Is that half star? Is that a five star? Well, what is a, a crown?
1: Actually, 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 when you say that the two star was actually the name of the, the, the bourbon, it was from Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> and it's called two star because there's two stars on the Louisville flag. Okay. And uh, now it is a value bourbon and uh, it's right in that $20 for a fifth. Okay. Yeah. And so, and, but I will tell you this, it's actually pretty good for a first it's, it's a, it's a good everyday sipping bourbon that, uh, I would much rather have what you have and I would rank uh, all the crown products higher than this product. But you know, if you just want something and it's cheap and you don't have anybody over, you just want to sip on a that and smoke a cigar out on the deck or whatever. Uh, it's, I, I recommend it.
0: Fantastic. See, getting a little bourbon tips for you. Now let's switch on to a little fantasy football talk. Um, you've been playing fantasy football, what, a couple of weeks? couple of years couple of decades I've been playing
1: I have you know I'm I'm an old dog man uh I've been playing in the since the 90s
0: okay
1: and uh I was uh, I was playing I believe it or not I don't know if you even recall this but back in the day in the in the mid 90s the USA today newspaper used to have a thing on the back where you actually salary cap football and they had all the players and you would literally fill out your roster based on a salary cap mail it in snail mail it in and then watch the games and then they they, they report in the paper the, the following tuesday the winners and all that kind of stuff and we did that and then we jumped all into it
0: so basically first edition DraftKings.
1: yeah you know what it's kind of <laughs> it, it's kind of what it was but we didn't have to pay for it yeah yeah that's and cool. so uh that's that's interesting that you put it that way that's pretty much dfs
0: yeah exactly yeah but
1: much 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 slower <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're, the sweat show would last a long time on that one.
0: It would, it would. Um, so let's talk about uh, the stuff you do have going on with uh, Hammercast and everything. Uh, we'll break into different parts of it, but why don't we start with the uh, the podcast and the YouTube? How that came came about, and a little bit a little bit about the show.
1: Yeah, well, I, 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 my buddies. I have two 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 friends on the show, uh, Kenneth and Chad um known these guys for over 20 years we those are they're actually college buddies they've been together they've known each other for a long time and uh and i used to work with kenneth and 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 i'm real good friends with him and his brother and so it just goes way back so the rapport's always been there we've always played in leagues together mm-hmm. for the last 20 years and we've played in every kind of league you can imagine idp M, you know the mfl master leagues the old top gun leagues uh, deep, deep rosters. You know, I got fifty-five man roster leagues, and, and all that kind of stuff. But these guys have been there, thick and thin, uh, in 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 every kind of thing we've ever done. And so we and we and last year we were all together uh, for a weekend draft with a bunch of buddies, and we were playing poker the night before the draft. We we're going to play golf the next day and draft with all our all our guys, and we're sitting there doing some mock drafting. And none of us none of us were even looking at anything. No sheets. No laptops no tablets and we're just going right off the top of our head and we're just talking and we're, we're, we're talking about this and talking about this and we're like dang this is a great podcast <laughs> it, it, it's like you know it, no, i mean it, it seems like you know maybe we're, we're we're too into this uh and so we kind of blew that off last year and we didn't think about it but then this year we really started doing a lot more of these dynasty startups when the COVID hit and, and and, God, we've gotten in way too many. Uh-huh. Uh, but we, line really, line we really <laughs> dialed it up. And so, you know, we decided, you know what, let's do it. Let's just, for fun, let's put a little podcast together and just talk football and just have a good time with it. You know, if it helps someone, that's great. If it doesn't, you know what, we're having fun. We're doing what we want to do. We're having bourbon. We're having beer. We're having barbecue. And you know what, we're talking football. What's mm-hmm. better than that? Since we don't live around each other anymore, it's our way of doing it. And and it kind of took off, and we, and next thing you know, we're like, well, let's do this. Well, let's make a logo. Well, let's do this, and and you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Now now we've got a YouTube channel, we've got the podcast, we're on all the 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 the, the networks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a website, we've got writers, and we're putting out articles and content, and it's all just coming to us. And uh, you know, I'm a I'm a natural. I mean, not a natural, but I've been a marketer all my career uh, for billion dollar companies and, you know, branding and marketing. And so, you know, it's our goal is it. to, yeah, yeah. So our goal is to let's just build a brand slowly and uh, methodically and see what happens with it. You know, the expectation is not that it's not to monetize it or to, to get rich or anything like that. The idea is to keep it fun, keep it entertaining, keep it inf- informational mm-hmm. and, uh, and have a good time and and let the chips fall where they fall. Yeah. and that's that's kind of the approach we're taking now obviously we're all competitive that's why we play sports that's why we play competitive sports and that's why we want to do well and so we're all working really hard to try to make this thing as as professional and and and, and grow the legs quicker than we probably should but you know what we're having fun and uh and so if we can do it and we have the means we're going to do it and yeah. and see where it goes that's awesome
0: that's that's fun and and, uh, and a key part in there to me, especially when there's three of you guys involved in it, is is keeping it fun. If you guys aren't gonna have fun with it, it's it's, it's gonna die,
1: you know. Absolutely. And so. and what's really cool is all three of us have something unique and different that we bring to the table. Very cool. Chad is Chad works for a really big tech company, and and they do a lot of, you know, web work and C- SEO and all that kind of stuff, and so he's he's doing all that search engine optimization, all that kind of stuff in the web stuff. Kenneth is producing and, and, uh, and, and learning and doing all the editing for all the the pods, the videos and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and I'm doing all the branding, the marketing, the promoting, and the pushing and, and, and working with all the writers and and, and, and creating all those things, like almost the content creator. Sure. And so between the three of us, we really all got our kind of our charges and we're all kind of attacking it together. And, and it's kind of working out. And it helps when you have three people that are very qualified at what they do yeah. that yep. you don't have to do it all yourself.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And speaking of that, uh, that marketing guru uh, that you tend to be, uh, one of the things that I enjoy very much so uh, on your Twitter is when you post and torture the world <laughs> with your barbecue pictures, uh, being that I am a barbecue lover, as let's be real, most of us are. I know, um, or at least I, aspiring. Ah, uh, oh, you kill me, man. You kill me. So let's talk barbecue for a minute. Sure. Um, First, a little background. You, you got a couple things going on in the barbecue world and, and, and ages of it. Just give me a little summer, summarization of that.
1: Yeah, me- well, well, I grew up, you know, um, in, in Memphis, Tennessee. And Memphis is considered one of the top three barbecue cities in the in the world.
0: The other and, two are.
1: Uh, I'm sorry? The other two are. Uh Kansas City and uh, you know, and people can argue Austin, Texas, oh, or yes. or they can argue, you know, Nashville or 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 whatever, but it's Kansas City and Memphis in my book. They're the top oh. two. Okay. Uh Texas overall as a state is amazing sure. for barbecue and I love texas barbecue as a matter of fact i model some of my barbecue after texas barbecue because it's truly it's it's post oak it's salt and pepper mm-hmm. and uh and that's yep. what i like to cook with a but, uh, style oh yeah yeah he he does a good job and i i do that style for brisket yeah but um but anyway but i've been i started competing professionally uh while i was living in wisconsin and i was the the vp of marketing for culver's restaurants
0: i live in yeah. chicagoland so
1: yeah. So you know all about Culver's mm-hmm. and so I was up there and I was started competing up there and then going to Kansas city and Tennessee's and all these other States. And we found out that I was pretty darn good at it, you know, but, uh, but growing up around barbecue, you know, I pretty much always kind of joke that I got barbecue sauce, you know, pouring in my veins. Uh, but I made my own sauces for that very first competition. And when I went to that very first competition as a rookie, I skipped all the amateur stuff. I went straight to the pros. I paid my entry fees, had to turn in chicken, ribs, pork, and brisket, and uh, brought the whole family. And it was, uh, I way overdid it. But, you know, when you go to a barbecue contest, all you really want to hear is your name called at least one time. <laughs> you know, they usually call the top 10 of every category and then a top 10 overall. Well, I wasn't feeling too great, but that first category, chicken, they called them down, at, and I'll be damned if they didn't say it. A rookie team, fine swine, got second place chicken. And so I was so excited. I came back and my wife, I gave her this, the award and she saw my hand. She goes, I never see you shake ever. And I was just that nervous. It was that, that much excitement. And we ended up getting two more calls and then an overall call. We got third place overall.
0: That's, that's and there
1: great. was two, there was a lot of really heavy pitters there. And so everybody came over to the congratulations. They They saw these big wine bottles and they saw these big wine bottles and they were full of barbecue sauce because my team name was a fine swine. And, and I was, I always liked wine. And so I had my sauce and my barbecue, uh, barbecue sauce and wine bottles. And that was kind of my shtick. Mm -hmm. And uh, next thing you know, everybody's like, man, I want some of the sauce. I want some of the sauce. And so we started actually bottling and selling sauce basically for my rookie year. And that was back in 2011. And so, um, and it sells all over the country. It sells in multiple countries now, all the big retail outlets. And so, Mm But, uh, but yeah, so anyway, we started winning everywhere we went and then, uh, I finally decided to make the push to, uh, to be, well, I wanted to be close to my mom and dad. And so we found a place right down the road from where they live in in small farm town in Illinois, right outside of St. Louis. And I turned in my resignation, uh, when I turned 50 and a few years ago, and I've been running multiple restaurants ever since, uh, yeah. all barbecue. Okay.
0: Yeah, I uh, I get hungry every time I look at those damn pictures.
1: So keep putting yeah.
0: them up. <clears throat> well, I I'll will make way down there.
1: <laughs> I will, and we uh, we actually put out a video uh, this morning on uh, how to improve your wings, and uh, and I've got a video we're probably going to post later tonight. It's a short video,
0: mm-hmm.
1: j- just on what, how to how to make your wood selection, how to pair what meats with what woods uh and so a lot of people just, they take that for granted and so hopefully people are going to get a little bit out of that stuff
0: yeah i stick i stick with pecan probably too much but
1: that's my number one go-to uh that's that's Versus that's my out. number and i talk about that pecan is my number one wood that i use all right, all
0: right. there you go look at that bob knows what's going on a little word on the street <laughs> yeah you do you. <laughs> <laughs> i'm impressed i love it all right, so speaking of barbecue sauce and, and uh we're gonna give a bottle away of your good stuff yeah, actually, I'm going to give away two bottles. I like that even better. Uh, we're going to give away two bottles to our Listener League winner uh, for this week's Listener League question. So here are a couple questions that came in. We have Jacob. I'm not going to say your last name, but I'll spell it G-R-E-I-D-E-R. At oh, Jacob. I know him.
1: Last Ah,
0: oh, Eliminated. Greider. But we're going to take his question, and we're going to go with it anyway. What's with the love affair he has with Jonathan Taylor? So you have a you have a little little uh, little man crush on Jonathan Taylor, huh? Or at least the you know, fantasy football one.
1: <laughs> yeah, he he's just rubbing it in because he just took him in a in a David League that we're in. Oh. Uh and so he just took Jonathan Taylor and and Jonathan Taylor, I I mean, you know, obviously everybody has has talked Jonathan Taylor to death. Sure. Uh, but there's just certain metrics that I I just keep in the back of my mind every time someone tries to say he's not gonna do it or, or this or he's gonna platoon, all these things. He has three years of consi- back to back to back mm-hmm. two thousand yard seasons at Wisconsin, mm-hmm. which is a Big Ten university. in and, 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 and you can't take that away. That kind of production's never been done before. And then he has an elite offensive line. Mm-hmm. and And when you look at him versus you look at Marlon Mack, mm-hmm. I mean, these coaches know what they got. Right. And and when Marlon Mack can rush for a thousand yards and in, in, behind that line. Imagine what this guy can do. So he's got an elite offensive line. He's got an elite production background. He's got elite measurables when it comes to size. He's 5'10", 226. But then you say, man, look at that. He's, he's a he's a big back. Uh, but then he's got elite measurables when it comes to speed. 99 percentile, 439 and the the, the, the 40. And, and, and so he's got the elite measurables and speed, size. He's got better hands than people realize. He's got the offensive line. He's in a good situation. He's going, to, I think he's going to eat as a matter of fact, he, he I, 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 I think he could finish a top 10 running back this year. And so, yeah, I love him, Jacob. I love him.
0: <laughs> there you go. Sit down and quit taking his guy. All right. Uh, <laughs> next up we have swiper, the cat FF at swiper cat. Love the name. Good. It's pretty funny. Maybe it's funny. I think it's funny. Um, so he says, will a clear-cut wide receiver one, so the top 12 wide receiver, emerge in Houston with the departure of DeHop? Or should fantasy players expect a headache trying to guess who gets the targets each week?
1: Okay, now is he asking if, if
0: – He's asking if – If, uh, someone, if, if Fuller, Houston's going to have a
1: clear-cut wide receiver one for their team, or is they going to be a wide receiver one overall? All the above. Yeah, I first think.
0: Um is like Devontae Adams, you know he's the clear cut one over there, and right. he's probably and he's, gonna finish in or around that, yes, that top he'll be right that there. one. That's why I think yeah. he's asking. So is Cook gonna do it? I, Cook's gonna do it or is uh yeah.
1: If anybody has a chance, it would be Cooks. Um he I, he's clearly the best receiver on the team. We all know this. Yeah, he's had the concussion problems, but he's actually not missed many games. And uh Will Fuller, you can't trust you just you cannot trust a guy like that. I mean, you know, he, he's the, the soft tissue injuries, they just happen. And he's always been a, a big play splash guy. And uh, it, they, don't have a, they don't have a reliable tight end. Uh, Cooks is going to, in my opinion, Cooks is going to take over as the leader of that team. Uh, but he's not going to be a wide receiver one overall. Uh, I think he has the potential to be a wide receiver two. Uh, high a low end wide receiver too uh, I think I think um, I, I, but I but I definitely think he's going to lead all teams and he's going to lead everybody on that team at targets
0: yeah I went out and picked up Cooks because of the same thought same reason um, I still like Fuller especially if he's your you know third fourth could be a, wide receiver and you can take could, that boom out of nowhere that's
1: beautiful he could be a, he could be a league winner it's just hard to bet on him yeah. yeah,
0: you can't count on him every week. At least he hasn't proven that you yeah. can count on him. Every he week.
1: he's a best ball dream come true.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's that's my thought as well. And I could be wrong. My crystal ball's broken. So, all right, <laughs> Uh Kevin at Du Bois underscore twenty two, ask him why he hates ketchup so much.
1: Man, these people a bunch of trouble. Why can't they bring me some serious questions, man? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I went out there with a a, a, a a take on ketchup because I saw a, a worse take on ketchup. And I'm like, oh, look, guys, unless you're giving it to your kids for their chicken fingers, man, keep it off your steaks, keep it off your burgers and keep it off your, you know, your meats. And boy, the ketchup eating crowd really let me have it.
0: Well, I, I let you have it, too. But it wasn't because of there. It's where you kept the conversation going after that. You said go ahead and throw it on your Chicago-style hot dog. Oh, yeah, That's yeah,
1: yeah. no-no. <laughs> you know what? I, I just honestly – I flubbed that one. And, and I admit it. I admit it. Um, that, was, that was a no-no. I made a mistake, and I owned it. But, um, yeah. It yeah I, I, oh, I got – you know what's funny is I and – I, and I put a follow-up um, tweet saying, hey, I make all these hot takes all the time, and then the one that gets all the, the backlash is talking about pe- ketchup. And so, uh, I don't hate ketchup, I just don't like it on meat. I'll dip yeah. my fries in it.
0: Well, you think about it, you know, us guys we love our fantasy football, but yeah. they literally say the, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. So, you think I, you're talking I, about I, having opinions, you're talking about food. I
1: know, oh, yeah, they <laughs> All take right, that so, stuff seriously. I yeah. get it.
0: Here's yeah. a fourth question for, for you this is from Brendan Anderson at BK2COLL. He says, Who non family member? Who's had the most positive influence in your life? Uh, talking to you there, Dave. Uh, okay. And, and the, nope, that's the end of the sentence. That's uh, my own sentence after that. Um, so, who has had the most positive influence in your life?
1: Great. I would, boy, that, I am going to, most positive. I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say Dan Dollin. He is a friend of mine and uh, my, my former boss uh, when I was the director of marketing at Shoney's. He was my vice president. He is the guy that actually wrote Where's the Beef? Uh, oh, he's, he's, done, he's done so many ad campaigns and he took me under his wing and really developed me into a true uh, brand marketer. Okay. And he was every night after work, we would stand outside the, the office and smoke a cigar and and just talk and he taught me things about life things about health things about family and but more importantly things about marketing and branding and I still talk to him and I still keep up with him and and he's an Ohio guy and uh and we've had our arguments when it comes to SEC versus Big Ten and all those kind of things but you know what he's done more for me than outside of my family than anyone when it comes to my my overall perspective of life
0: that's that's a great question that's pretty cool that's uh that's uh, every once in a while you get a boss like that who isn't yeah. just a boss, but actually cares and 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 treats you right and and absolutely and helps you grow. So that's pretty cool. Yep. All right, so I get to put the pressure on you. That's something I've been having fun doing lately. Takes the the hot spot off of me. I want you to give away this listener league spot and these two bottles oh, of sauce gosh. to one lucky winner, and uh and and all four of those guys are yours for the picking. Um. So. So whatever one you think so it's okay so we had we had the jonathan taylor heckle we had the ketchup heckle and then we had the uh wide receiver one question with swiper the cat and we had the uh, non-family member question positive influence with mr anderson
1: all right i've got all four of them i just tore them into four pieces (laughs) you aren't taking the
0: heat either i love it (laughs)
1: I'm, I'm literally going to pull him off a hat, and it is the Houston Texans. All right. Question.
0: Swiper the Cat, FF at Swiper the Cat. Welcome to the Fancy Football League. I will send you a direct a DM message so we can get the the sauce sent to you. My my giveaway is air. It's a league entry, but we're gonna have to get your address and stuff so we can get you that delicious sauce. Um, and so, I'll be looking for I that. I saw
1: one more question on your post, but uh, I guess it was too late for, to get it in. But I, I was actually was prepared for it. It was, uh, uh, what do we think about uh, the 49ers backfield this year uh, between oh. Mostert and, and Coleman? I
0: missed that and, question. Uh, but that, is a, that is I know what I think about that. It,
1: it was, yeah, you go I, ahead. I don't know what your opinion is, but I'll just tell you what mine is. My opinion is Mostert is clearly the, the best back. Mm-hmm. And I think he proved he was the best back. And as a matter of fact, if you look back last year at the last six games of the season, Mostert had 59 percent of the total running back carries to 26 for Coleman. He also had 61 percent of the running back receptions to 22 percent for Coleman. And so his total RBI, RB touches in the final six games of the year were 59 uh, percent to 28 percent. I think he's I think is a clear cut better back. I think his speed is is superior. And uh, and I, I do now I'm not, I'm not saying he's going to be uh, you know, getting workhorse twenty touches, twenty touch a game levels, but I do believe he will have uh, the lion's share of the share, and so uh, I would take Raheem Mostert over Coleman on a on, on a good or a bad day.
0: I, I thoroughly believe in Mostert as a talent. I would love to see the team use him, mm-hmm. not even necessarily as the workhorse, but just as the consistent role. Right, every week, where you don't have to question—is yeah. my guy playing or not?
1: And right, that's, right.
0: That's the part it, I always it, have a hard time
1: with. It's it, it's it's a nightmare, and yeah. uh, but I th- I think the biggest knock on him right now is, is he was such a late breakout, and he's like twenty six years old already, or twenty seven okay. even, yeah. and so everybody's worried about that, and so he is slipping to eighth and ninth rounds sometimes, seventh, eighth, ninth, and you know what? Whenever every time he I see him in the seventh or eighth, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing the guy because yeah, I believe your starters are filled, right right you know but when you get a guy like that that has that kind of upside that you can use as a flex Mm -hmm. Mm yeah you gotta do that yeah
0: that's awesome i like it i like that answer and i apologize to whoever that was i did not see that but it might have been because it was uh might have been father's day or something well i I, I
1: did a little last minute search (laughs) and so someone just added it kind of late but since i saw it i went ahead and did a little bit of notes on it well i appreciate that um all
0: right let's go to the next question. This is about one of your articles and I put in here a question mark and then I realized what it was. So ignore my question mark I had in there. Um, let's talk about your overlooked underutilized areas of fantasy football series, your PPT receivers. Let's talk a little bit about that. That little subject that's yeah. near and dear to your heart.
1: Yeah. And I've talked about this on the last two pods. We actually had a, a two segment series. And uh, now it's not, I wouldn't say, uh, I'm not going to say overlooked, but maybe it's underutilized. Uh, everybody understands PPT, it's points per target. Uh, I believe that's a, a, a truer gauge of receiver efficiency because you're totally being measured, your, your, your efficiency is being measured by your production on the, the amount of targets you get. And mm-hmm. we all know targets are earned.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so uh, when you think about earned targets and then the production you do with it, that gives you a really nice number and uh now obviously i look at a lot of other variables when i when i put my overall projections together i look at a dot i look at targets per game i look at total targets i look at I, I call it my secret six things that i use and then i add the ppt as the seventh but i use receptions per game i use receiving yards per game i use total targets percent of teams targets which is also important when you think about their target share on the team uh, and then the targets per game and of course the a dot and uh but when i take the point per target efficiency rating alone metric alone. I really broke down the top 48 receivers. And then I found out who the top 10 over efficient and the top 10 under efficient. And I'll just talk about just a couple of each Mm -hmm. that were really, really interesting. And, and, and they've brought on some pretty strong debates.
0: Let me ask you one thing when you go in here. So do you, ah, I'll let you ask your guys, say these guys, and it might actually answer my question that's always a good
1: habit. Listen to the answers because they might actually be in there. So let me do that. Let me listen well, well, before I ask my question. So go for it. Well, every time I bring this up, I get a lot of controversy. Um,
0: and that's probably what's bubbling in my head, but your, your, your answers might. Right.
1: And, and I'll just go right to it. I'll just go to right to the the top two. Uh, okay. Most efficient with their targets last year. Okay. Number two was Chris Godwin. Uh-huh. Okay. And, um, and as a matter of fact, it, if you look at, what he did last year uh, now yeah his, his 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 targets his 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 point target was 2.30 mm-hmm. let's put it this way the, the wide receiver ones average was 1.88 okay we're talking hopkins julio all these guys they averaged about 1.88 1.89 per target mm-hmm. and then when you get a guy like chris godwin at 2.30 that was uber efficient Mm -hmm. and so now but but you also got to realize that they threw the ball the the game scripts put them in a situation where they had to throw the ball over and over and over again because Jameis was just throwing a ton of interceptions and they were playing from behind uh and and so the amount of targets he got last year were astronomical and uh and so if he was to come back down to earth let's just say he comes back down to earth just to the best like julio and hopkins and those kind of guys with his efficiency um because because he's going to have to have a twenty five percent increase in targets to match what he did this past year.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. And so uh, and plus they just they, they just they just mentioned that they're going to start running a twelve base a twelve personnel okay. base offense. Brady's going to be much more efficient than uh, than than Jameis Winston. Uh, I just all these things I just I just believe he's at his his highest value you could possibly see coming off a wide receiver two year. Yeah. Uh, getting the perceived improvement over quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these things factored in. I just think, I, th- I think regressions coming. I still think, here's where, where people get me wrong. They, th- I, they think I'm saying fade him. I'm not saying fade him. I'm saying I don't believe he's gonna be a top five receiver. I believe he's, as a matter of fact, my projections, has him, my projections have him at wide receiver 11. And that might be skewed a little bit. Uh, I, I could easily see myself putting him up there to nine or 10 when it's all said and done. But I just have a hard time believing that he's going to be able to match that kind of efficiency for the second year in a row with all these different scenarios. And so that's kind of the thing that we talk about and on the pod, on, on our second pod. And then and, and then the, the number one guy, this is even crazier, A.J. Brown. And uh, A.J. Brown last year it was at 2.57 point mm-hmm. per target. And it was just so far above everybody else. It's just it's it's such an outlier performance and i and i brought that up on a, on a facebook group and i said oh you're an idiot how can he have a how can he have an outlier season when he it was a rookie year and i said look dummy it's it's not his season it's the performance right uh right. it's just not it's just never never like nobody has that kind of efficiency and then you think about ryan Tannehill had amazing efficiency last year that came out of the nowhere so you're not only going to have to depend on your efficiency staying that high You're going to have to depend on your quarterback, and that's a rushing offense. The game script and the schedule is very favorable for the run game next year. Um, But you take all these things into factor, he's going to need 40% increase in targets. And you know what? He might get it. He's going to be the true wide receiver one, and I love A.J. Brown, and I'm a Titans fan, and he might get 40%. But if his efficiency numbers go down, which I can't imagine them staying the same without that many targets, obviously – He's going to have to have 40% increase and just to match his numbers from last year. I think he's going to increase. My projections have him doing better than last year, obviously, because he is going to get more targets, but I don't think he's going to maintain a 2.57 efficiency rating. And so that's kind of what we talk about in that number two podcast. And then in the last podcast, we talk about the bottom 10 in efficiency, and I've got two names I'll talk about, and they're the top two least efficient. And they both came in at 1.50 versus a 1.88 average and those are odell beckham and uh tyler boyd and what's interesting is is tyler boyd that's why he's a big candidate for me to have a huge bounce back because i went back and dug a little deeper tyler boyd technically was over 2.04 uh the previous year in efficiency and so if he gets any kind of improvement from going to burrow plus that offensive line improvement having aj green on the field all the factors are coming into play So if Boyd has just a slight uptick in production from his surrounding teammates and cast, I think he has a wide receiver one candidate uh, uh, upside. He was a wide receiver two with just all the terrible things that happened to him last year. So I'm really high on Boyd and Odell Beckham. I'm pretty high on too because he, he does really well in those secret six measurables that I always add up. And, and he always has, Uh, a ton of targets but he still finished in top three in a lot of benchmark uh, categories that I like and so I think Odell Beckham does have the potential under that Stefanski offense uh, to 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 improve over last year and I also believe the second year uh, receiver quarterback uh, mesh is always better than the first year and a lot of people argue about that because and I don't know if you know this Bob but never in the history and this is a whole um, thing about uh, Hopkins never in the history of the NFL has a wide receiver one, one through 12 uh-huh. transferred to a new team and have a wide receiver one year, the following year with this new team. It's never happened. Did not and, know that, uh, <clears throat> but, so, <throat> but, interesting. But, but yeah, but anyway, that's the kind of stuff we've been digging into and talking about on these pods. And, uh, and our next pod is probably going to go a little deeper into the, the other benchmarks besides the PPT.
0: So here's a question for you. Yeah. Because it
1: always sparks debate, you know,
0: and I always like to play devil's advocate once in a while. Mm -hmm. When I say once in a while, I really mean often. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Like, do you find that the PPT is higher for your deep threat guys than your short target guys? Your high, or your short, not your short target, your high volume guys. Uh, obviously, your, your the higher the volume, gauge, so, the less yeah.
1: efficient you're going to be because it's just math, okay? Yeah. But because it's per target, it does give you a better gauge. Um, obviously, you have more opportunities to – like like Devontae Adams was one of the bottom ten. Yeah. But he also averaged ten targets per game. Right. And so, you know – I but, Do you ever break yeah. them out and, and compare them in those two subgroups
0: that maybe what I was thinking? Would that, you know, like compare your – your high, high target guys within like that almost feels like it's an. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well,
1: well, that's that's why, and that's that's why I go to when I when I actually develop my my projections. Mm-hmm. That's why my secret six uh, metrics, uh, total targets, uh, is a category. Targets mm-hmm. team percentage is a category, and Depends targets in. per game is a category. And so yeah. I, I I lay all that out there. As nice. a Matter of fact, I and I handwrite everything. Yeah, it's all you reaching I over some write paper. <laughs> I handwrite everything and, and and that helps me retain it a little bit better. Yeah. And yes. then I put it in my spreadsheets and then I create my projections from there. But I always handwrite everything first, then I then I format it. So but yeah, all of those things come in a factor. But that you can't excuse the overall efficiency ratings based on the per targets. Awesome.
0: And, and I like the fact that it's part of your secret six, which just makes us think of a secret sauce. And we're going right back to the barbecue. I know, side. I
1: know. <laughs> and there, there's, other, there's other variables at play, but when, you, when, I, when I do my projections, I try, to, I try to pick the metrics that have the, the highest degree of predictability. Okay. And, and that's what we use. Awesome.
0: I love it. I love it. Uh, anything else you want to promote on the, uh, the show side or the uh, channel side before we go to uh, my ask all questions?
1: No, this has been amazing. What a great platform. And uh, you're a great interviewer. And so I just, I appreciate the, I appreciate being on here.
0: I love you. I love doing it. I love bringing people on, bring great guests on. It actually makes being a good interview easy when you got great guests. So <laughs>
1: thank you. Well, you're going to be on our show soon.
0: Oh, damn it.
1: Lord willing.
0: <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm messing around. Um, all right. So my ask all preseason question asking all my guests uh, is who is one quarterback? one wide receiver, one running back that you can possibly see finishing in the top five this season, for the season, um, overall, for the season overall. Uh, but you're able to draft them 13th or later at their position. So they're projected, or you can draft them as the 16th running back, but you can see them finishing right, right. as the one, two, three, four, five running back.
1: So right. draft steals is what I'm talking about here. So yeah, yeah. high upside guys that you're mm-hmm. going to be able to get a little later. Yeah. Uh, well, in quarterback – we just talked about him a little bit uh I got baker mayfield Okay. i believe uh, they've they've made some much 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 improved offensive line uh i believe uh it's going to be a second year. We just talked about that with odell Beckham uh landry is sneaky underrated every year he gets less he he gets less love than 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 many receivers and he produces every single year mm-hmm. uh uh plus baker has already proved he can do it. -hmm. Okay, he he regressed pretty significantly because he was making commercials. Um, (laughs) But but and I also believe Stefanski. uh, I believe Stefanski can uh, can 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 run a more efficient offense, and I I believe Baker has more talent than Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins uh, definitely has the ability to put out an efficient offense. And so now I'm not saying he's he's going to finish top five, but I believe he has the uh, the potential, and he's being his ADP from what I'm looking at is around 14 of the quarterback, uh, same one i'm looking at yep 14 and then i've got a wild card in there let's do it you want to hear it i do my wild card is teddy bridgewater uh, i can see that one coming yeah and the reason is 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 first of all let me just say cmc
0: mm-hmm. i heard DJ moore mm-hmm.
1: robbie anderson curtis Love samuel that. ian thomas and the biggest name of all joe brady uh and so you take joe brady who just knows how to run that spread offense he's got all the there's no weak spot in that offense uh they've got a bad defense uh they're in a very high scoring division they're gonna have to throw the ball a lot i think bridgewater has what he has a 62 percent deep ball throwing accuracy rating i think there could be with with all those really really good targets both short intermediate and long deep threats i believe he's gonna have a lot of tools to uh, to surprise people i think carolina's mm-hmm. gonna score a lot of points they're gonna have to
0: yeah that's a, yeah, that's a nice sneaky, sneaky. I mean, he's listed on here as 26 on my sheet, which means everybody's got two and yep. we're still grabbing a guy. And I so if, you're, if your league is that way, that's a nice deal. Or, you know, maybe you just totally sat on it and everybody would just went on a run and, and took their guys and you want to go for somebody or you, uh, you took Mahomes or someone early and you want a nice little shot for later. You know, bi-week fill-in or something like that. That's a cheap, free, last pick of the the draft type deal right there. So, I like that. I love
1: it. I agree. Thank you. All
0: right. So, we're going to go to running back next. And you prefer, I think you said full PPR, correct?
1: Yeah, I'm a PPR guy. Now, I'm, you know, obviously, i got to adjust for depending on the league. Like, Scott Fishbowl is going to be a half PPR. So, i got to adjust for that. But typically, if I'm in a league, it's PPR. Okay. So, Uh, running back. Running back. Mm -hmm. This one just just blows my mind because and 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 I've got a, a, a Austin Eckler. Uh, people are saying, well, he doesn't have rivers anymore. We don't know what's going to happen with this. It's still the same offensive coordinator. They're still going to do the same thing that they do. He, his 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 competition for touches. Uh, I, I do like Justin Jackson because you can get him so late. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and but but I'm just I'm just not sold on. Um, those guys being good enough to take away a lot of touches for him. And he proved last year that he was a top five running back. Mm-hmm. He's being drafted once again at 14 uh, of the running backs. Year. And, year. and I believe, I believe that he, first of all, he's proved he can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same offensive scheme. They do have a better defense, so they might have more uh, positive game scripts and uh, and I'm just not hooked on those other guys. And so, you know, I, I'm all in on Eckler, uh, especially at his ADP. Sure. Sure.
0: Uh, did you so you snuck in an extra quarterback here? Did yeah. you have an extra, no, extra uh, running, back? running?
1: back? I got a wild card and I talked about him already. And that's yeah. that's that's Jonathan Taylor. You I love him. Okay. Hey, I love I have a love affair with him.
0: You do. See, and you so, admitted to
1: it now. Thank you. <laughs> yes. But but the fact of the matter is, is is he twenty I mean, second on go, here. If you go back and look at some of the seasons that these other rookies had, like Barkley, and you look at what uh, even Chubb has done in his rookie season, what uh Fournette did in his rookie season, what Zeke did in his rookie season. They were all RB1s, and, were, and several of them were RB top fives. He's got the same – he's got better elite measurements, measurables, and he's got better college production, and he's got a better offensive line. There's – I mean, I'm telling you, everybody, when they see this guy on the field and they see him in shorts, they, these coaches want to win. They're going to put their, the ball in the best player's hands. Yeah. I don't care if they say, well, they like this guy, and they like – you know, no. He is going to take over that job, and he's going to, he's going to crush it. I really yeah. believe it.
0: So you're going you're if you got the uh the one oh one pick and a non-super flex, you're you're snagging Taylor over CEH or anyone else. Oh God, yes. Got yes. I, I figured that was the answer. I just wanted I just want to hear that yes. that emphatic answer. Yes.
1: <laughs> not even not even close. Okay. All right, let's slide. Oh go ahead. Wide receiver is not gonna it's not gonna surprise you. Uh it's DJ Moore. and he's right on the cusp. He's right on the cusp. Um, he's got elite breakout in college uh, early, he was an early, early breakout in the NFL. Uh, he's got Joe Brady. Uh, I, uh, just everything's lining up perfectly for him. And my wild card on the receiver is Robert Woods. And a lot of people are talking about Robert Woods. Um, people don't realize he had he had almost he had over nine targets per game last year. He also had 23% of the team's targets, but that number really jumped up when they went to that base 12. And, uh, and he had 139 targets overall. But he was overall number two touches per game at almost at, at, uh, 9.71. And, uh, and he averaged 76 yards uh, per game as well. He's got all the, the potential in the world, especially with Cooks out of there now. And I just, I just believe that Robert Woods could be a wide receiver one. And uh, he's going, you know, around 15, 17, between 15 and 17 on the running backs.
0: Yeah, he's, uh, he's always disrespected. He's, uh, he's sitting here at 20 on, on my chart right here. So he's, he's good and right. down there. So if you went running back early and you want a pretty good, reliable wide receiver, that's a little beautiful target for you. So, yep. Uh, and uh, we usually don't see a tight end in, in here, but I think you got one for us, right? I Let's got
1: one. one and, and everybody's, you know, he's the flavor of the year. Everybody likes Mike Jasicki. Yeah, uh, with the Dolphins, Jacey or Higby, right? Yeah, uh, well, I'm on I'm on and the reason is is is, is you know they they just keep talking about how they're going to put him right in the slot, and uh, he has elite measurables. Uh, Preston Williams is coming off an injury; he's also a flavor of the year. Everybody loves Preston Williams, and you know what? Mm-hmm. That guy's got all the measurables. He's 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 a, he's a great talent, mm-hmm. but he's coming off an injury, and he was a rookie last year. And Parker, I just think it's a small sample size. I love his upside but we only saw a late breakout with him and we don't you know what happens there but and i believe that Jasiki quite honestly could be the most athletic of all the receivers all the pass catchers and so the fact they're going to put him in a the slot there's some uncertainty they don't have a whole a lot of depth there i think he has a, t- a chance to shine
0: nice nice i like it i like it so we're gonna uh, talk right here. I want you guys to go and subscribe right now. On my next show, I'm gonna do something completely different than I've done so far, and it's pretty cool. I'm gonna have Matthew Betts, medical writer for the Fantasy Footballers, on the show uh, with nice. me. We're gonna we're gonna break down injuries. Get it? Break down. Um, <laughs> See what you did there. Exactly. I have a, I have a, a ton of uh, a player injury puns for us. That'll that'll definitely be <laughs> cringe worthy worthy. So don't worry about it. Um but but uh we're gonna talk about two in there. So, uh so you brought up Parker, put it right in my head there. Mm-hmm. Um but before I wrap this one up, David, I remind everybody where they can find you.
1: Yeah, uh on Twitter, Hammerjacks, the number one. Uh and uh on Facebook we have a, a hammercast page. Uh we also have a Instagram. We don't we're we're just really starting new on that YouTube page, which is the hammercast network. And of course, we' on everywhere you like your podcast, if you like them on Apple, if you like them on spotify wherever uh just look for hammercast network and awesome. uh, you'll be able to find us and and but hit hit us up on twitter and uh and we'll you know you got any questions for us you know we'll dm you and uh we'll answer anything we can and we'll also we'll, we'll talk bourbon barbecue and beer too
0: that. Can't beat those bees unless you're putting down Bob's Three Toed Warriors. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that one just came up. Uh, I can be found on Twitter, Bob's Three Toed, on YouTube at Bob's Three Toed Warriors, and listen to new shows that drop Monday and Thursday mornings on YouTube and everywhere's podcast can be found. That's all for this show. It's been Bob's Three Toed Warriors and David reminding you soon enough, hopefully. Anyway, damn it, uh, you'll be able to hit the waiver wire, set your lineups, dominate your opponents. Let's win some championships to get championships together, people. See ya.
1: Peace. Thank you.